But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. don't owe these people anymore you've given them everything not everything not yet i'm a man of my word Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen, Coriander, what's going on? What's going on? Hi, how are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Um, good. Tonight, and we're hoping that technology works with us, so I'm just going to put that out there. Um, tonight, <laughs> we're returning uh, to our Horror Icons series, which we haven't done one in months. Wow, I know. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, for folks who've, for folks that have been with us uh, for a long time, um, you, you probably saw um, our icon series where we talked about just a lot of our favorite uh, actors and actresses and such from the horror genre, and it was very fun doing that. And that was yeah. very early in in our channel, um, mm -hmm. but it's nice to return to it. I've been wanting to do that, and this is the perfect time to do that. So tonight right. we're going to be talking about the late great. Wes Craven. So that's that's awesome in and of itself. It really is. Um, real quick, I'll catch up in the chat and see who we have with us tonight. Uh, we got Slasher Fred with us again saying, this is the first that you have done on a horror icon instead of just a movie review. Well, you probably just heard what I just said. Uh, we, we actually, when we started the channel, and it seems like so long ago now, about eight months uh, ago, we actually did a series of horror icons. We had quite a few, yeah. Yeah, we did. I think some of the, the earliest uh, supporters and subscribers of the channel saw those things like Eric and Trenchy and Corey and Marty and people like that. Uh, and we actually even branched out to just regular movie icons, you know, from other genres. So this is definitely a return, but I'm glad you're here with us for tonight, Fred, because we definitely had always wanted to get back to this, so... There's first that. time for a director, though. So, first, yeah, first time for yeah. a director, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Gorefobes in the chat. What's going on, man? Saying great idea. I love Craven, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we got Toronto Freddy in the chat saying sweet streams. <laughs> Thanks a lot, nice. man. Thanks a lot. We appreciate <laughs> the support, we really, really do. Right? By the way, for you guys in the chat, please, please give us a like. Uh, that would help the video <laughs> quite a bit, quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? We've got some lag. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I knew that 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 might happen. <laughs> yep. Oh, you're frozen pretty good. 
oh, reviews. Is okay. <laughs> Strange Monkey reviews is in the chat saying hello there. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Um, yeah, we had a little bit of lag, but what are you going to do? It's live, man. That's, you know, it's live. <laughs> we got Trenchy yeah, saying, hey, what's up? Craven is dope, right? Nice. Absolutely. He is. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Full Moon in the chat saying, evening all. What's going on? Hello. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, Trenchy says, uh, Fred, they've done a bunch of them. Ha ha. Yeah, exactly. Trenchy's, <laughs> Trenchy's been around since the beginning. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he has. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Strange Monkey saying we have a lag in the chat. Let me know if it is better. I hope that it is right now. Yeah. Uh, so that'd be very good. So definitely any of you guys, please let me know if it is better. Okay. Gorphobe said, it's all good. Nothing's perfect. (laughs) Ain't that the truth, man. So um, we're going to kind of follow the structure that we had uh, long, long ago when we did this. All we're doing is basically just talking a little bit about the career of the person and uh, talking about a couple of our favorite films uh, that they were either in or obviously, in this case, the films of Wes Craven. And there's so many, but we're just going to touch upon a few. I think we'll do three for you, Coriander, and uh, three for me. So let's begin. So, Coriander, I'll let you start off. What film uh, comes to mind when you think of uh, the great Wes Wes Craven? And and obviously, we have a few images of him. And again, you know, he passed away. It it, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but now it's been uh, six years, almost six years. He he passed away in 2015. So... You know, it's, it, yeah, Time very, flies. very Jeez. big loss, big loss. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But I so chose, for yeah, for my first movie, I chose Deadly Blessing, Sharon Stone movie. Deadly. All right. Let me just get up to that one. I thought you were going to yeah. do another one. <laughs> oh, okay. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> gotcha. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Michael Berryman's in this too. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you've got, like, it's almost like this this guy was in, like, this Amish community, and he left it, and he got married. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a a tragic accident happens, and he dies, and his wife's left there, and, you know, these Amish-like people think she's like an incubus, you know, and Mm -hmm. her friends come and visit her, and just stuff starts happening and yeah Sharon Stone's one of those friends of hers that I think they like come from New York and yeah Mm -hmm. so of course you got these you know non-Amish people you know yeah it's just crazy how this these people get terrorized and shit happens Mm. so yeah it's it's a great movie right right yeah I mean it's a it's an oldie man, and you got you got some heavy hitters in it. Like you said, you got Michael Berryman. Um, for yep. me, especially growing up, I was a huge fan of Ernest Borgnine. I mean, yeah. he's just OG, OG yeah. all the way. So I mean, I've got yeah, a lot two. Of- yeah, I've got two actors here in my list that have been in Little House on the Prairie, and he was in one episode. <laughs> a couple that was so good. So yeah, right. right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Trenchy says, Wes will always be the man. You are correct. You are correct. And uh, Strange Monkey was was echoing your sentiment. Beware the incubus. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) 
uh, Gorephobe says, oh, yeah, got that. Nice Scream Factory release. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It was, yep. Yeah, Scream Factory is awesome, man. Um, right. Slasher Fred says, in Deadly Blessing, the scene with the snake in the bathtub was later reused for the famous bathtub scene in Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yep. Good call. Good right. call. Uh, Trenchy says, gotta see Deadly Blessing. Ooh, yeah, yeah, Trenchy. You you gotta do. See. see yeah, and I know I've said this. I know I've said this before, but as as you can see, we do have folks that are following us now that were not following us in the beginning. So uh, you know, sometimes if it sounds like I'm repeating myself, I'm only doing that because I know there's at least someone who hasn't heard this. But that's why I love doing these type of series because when we do top tens or if we're doing an icon series, a lot of times we're bringing up movies that some people may have either not seen. Or may have forgotten about. So, Trenchy, you definitely should watch uh, Deadly Blessing. You really, really should. Yeah. But that's what I love yep. about doing this. Um, Gorephobe says, grew up on Little House on the Prairie. Have that nice. DVD collection. I do, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yay. <laughs> yep. Uh, Slasher Fred says, one of the classic Wes Craven movies I have seen is Swamp Thing that starred Adrian Barbeau. Yes, That's absolutely. One of my favorites. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so for me, I was thinking, you know, and of course, we'll get to the at least the one that most people are thinking about. But I wanted to go a little bit on the left with Wes Craven because he actually did a lot of uh, movies and, and some that weren't, you know, in the face of everyone. And actually he did some movies that were not straight horror or straight slasher, but I'm going to start off with one that I always loved ever since I was a little kid. And it actually had a little kid as the main protagonist. And that movie is the great, the people under the stairs. I loved this movie so much when I first saw it. Um, If you guys were with us in our earlier episode tonight, I talked about going to blockbuster Uh, Me and my brother, my parents would take us and we would look for movies. We didn't have an agenda on what we were going to get. We were there and it was an adventure. And I would always gravitate to the horror section. People Under the Stairs was one of those movies that I saw in the horror section. And I was just, I loved the cover of it. And I was just like, this sounds really good. It's from Wes Craven. Let me check this thing out. And it was great. I loved yeah. the movie. It was it had you know some comedy to it. You had uh, you had Ving Rhames in one of his earlier roles. Might be his nice. first role. I'm not sure, but um, you know it was a very cool um, film, and it was different uh, and based upon actual events yeah. uh, where two burglars had broken into a home and found the children uh, in the basement, basically tied up like prisoners. So Wes Craven. Wow. Uh, he was always able to kind of take real world themes and translate them into his movies. I mean, we all know that, uh, you know, a lot of the themes from a nightmare on Elm street were based upon real life accounts, um, you know, and of course his own nightmares and uh, same thing with the people under the stairs, you know, he really, he really would take things and absorb them and transform them into so many classics so many damn classics but if you have not yeah. seen the people under the stairs it's a great great film i believe this also has a scream factory uh release as well um and if it doesn't it damn sure yeah. should um right real quick yeah real quick in the chat uh let's see trenchy says people under the stairs is my second 
favorite Craven film. There you go. Nice. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Trenchy says, yeah, it's always fun letting people know about movies they never seen and finding out about movies I've never seen. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. It's fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Strange Monkey says, that was an amazing movie. Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. I want to watch it right now, just talking about it. Seriously, it was just a fun movie. You know, you had the horror, you had the dark comedy, but it it also was a fun watch, you know? Uh, (laughs) Trenchy says, love Roach, man. He's the shit, (laughs) right? Nice. Oh, God. Um, Let's see. Uh, Trenchy says, yeah, the robbers actually called the police on the couple in, in real life. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yep crazy um uh the guy missing his tongue i believe his name is roach in the film it fucked me up right <laughs> i'm telling you man i'm telling you uh, <laughs> gorophobe says yep got screen factory and arrow releases there you go man nice. you're on it yeah and we got king need gore Corey himself saying good day mate what's going on man hey. what's going on <laughs> Uh, Corey says, People Under the Stairs is a great one. It really is, man. I really, really enjoy it. Um, But the other thing that we wanted to do also, talking about some of Wes Craven's, um, some of our favorite films from his his filmography, we also wanted to throw out some fun facts uh, about the great Wes Craven. Uh, So many interesting tidbits about his career. He was a very interesting guy, man. So one of the first fun facts we wanted to share was, is that Wes Craven was set, to direct Superman for the quest for peace, but was replaced after creative differences with the also late great Christopher Reeve. That's just crazy. I did not know that. And anyone who's what, yeah. And anyone who's watched this channel long enough for me, obviously you can tell from the the intro, Christopher Reeve is just, he's, he was the shit. And I loved him in that role of Superman, but I got to admit, man, I, I couldn't imagine Wes Craven directing a Superman film. I mean, maybe it would have worked out good. I don't know. But that was just an interesting one. Very interesting. Okay, Coriander, what do you got for your second Wes Craven choice? My second one is The House on the Left. The Last House on the Left. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mentioned this the other night. His first movie. Yeah. And it's I just really like this movie. You know, it's mm-hmm. a good, it's a good revenge movie. Honestly, you know, these this mm-hmm. family, their daughter's turning like what is she like sixteen, and she's going mm-hmm. out with her best friend to a concert, and they want to score some dope, and they hook up with the wrong mm-hmm. people, and shit right. goes down. Yeah, it's yeah, such it a good does. movie. Yeah, it's a raw, Absolutely. raw, brutal, brutal movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I said it um, last night and, and I'll say it again or I said it the other night and I'll say it again. When we did our review on uh, Last House on the Left, it, it was one of those movies and the review itself. It was a very difficult um, review. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the material like you just said, the things that so these raw. girls went through. Yeah. Is, yeah. It's yeah. something you wouldn't want anyone to go through, especially your daughter. So yep, absolutely. Yeah. yeah that it, was a it, tough one. Yeah. Yeah. 
but his first movie. So, you know, that was, that was for your first, damn cool. Yeah, that is, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see who we got here. Uh, Toronto Freddy says the people on the stairs are also a sick hip hop group. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you got it, man. Uh, let's see what else we got. Slasher Fred says Wes Craven had directed a few TV movies like Summer of Fear and a movie called Invitation to Hell. Yeah, man, he he was all over the place, man. He directed he directed episodes of The Twilight Zone. Um, he also directed he did have one Oscar uh, nominated performance that he directed by Meryl Streep. And uh, that was pretty cool, too. So he Wes yeah. Craven had a really a really interesting uh, career. You know, it really spanned um, a, a lot of well. it obviously spanned three decades, you know, and it was varied. You know, when you think about the last house on the left, that was very different than A Nightmare on Elm Street. And that was a very, very much different than Scream, you know, but all of these movies had Wes you know, kind of the glue, you know, his, yeah. his essence in these movies. And they were all very uh, popular uh, and, and game changers in the horror genre. So, you know, Wes, Wes was something else, man. Um, yeah. We got Ben from Cadaver Club in the chat saying, I am the night watch. Nice. <laughs> what's, what's going on, Ben? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let's see. Full Moon says, uh, that might have been a better film. Doubt it would have been worse. True enough. Talking about Superman 4. Yeah, that was whew, that was a rough one, man. That was a rough one. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Let's see. Uh, Gorephobe says, Hey, Knight, remember what I told you about the chick that plays Sadie in Last House? Jeez, I can't remember offhand. I know you did say something about it, though. Yeah, you'll have to remind me about it, man. You'll have to remind me. Uh, Slasher Fred says, One of my favorite Wes Craven films is Shocker. I love the part where Jonathan and Horace go through different TV channels. Yeah, Shocker was a good one, too, man. I really, yeah. I really enjoyed that one. Uh, ben says it has major pacing issues for me personally. I think he's talking about last house on the left. Maybe I think uh, it's definitely, it, it was, I will put it to you this way. It was tough watching it. I mean, obviously I watched it years ago, but when we did the review on it a few months ago and rewatching it to talk about it, which is different, you know, it's right. a different experience watching it so that you can talk about it with people. You know what I mean? But when I did rewatch it, it was tough to get through, you know, and it might've been the pacing of it. I know a lot of it was just the material. And like you said, Coriander, the rawness, you know, so, um, Corey says, I was about to say, I didn't care for the remake, Ben creative differences. I'm afraid. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Toronto Freddy saying, uh, was that the Fountain Society uh, Nightwatch Zone? Oh, you have to ask me that again. I, I lost track because I'm behind you guys in, in the chat. You guys are going, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Strange Monkey says, unfortunately, I wasn't a big fan of Last House on the Left. However, I loved that fantastic ending. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it really, whew, yeah, it really went, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see what else we got here. 
Trenchy says the scene where the girl goes into the water to die is sad, but uh, also beautiful in a sense. Yeah, man, that scene was tough. It it, it was tough, man. It really, really was. All right, guys. Well, for my second pick uh, for Wes Craven, I again, I was trying to think of some of the other movies that a lot of people don't talk about as much. This is a movie that we we were or are planning to talk about uh, in depth soon. But my second pick is a movie called The Serpent and the Rainbow. And <sighs> oof, oof. man, so good, man. Right. This movie I mean, creeped me out. Yes. 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 Did, did you want to explain any more of that? Because no, it creeped no. me out, too. Okay. <laughs> First of all, this movie, just just the whole story of it was just, it was just creepy, man. Bill Pullman was great yeah. in it. Uh, this yeah, is way before Independence Day. <laughs> yeah. You know, he was not the president in this movie, man. He was getting, no. he was getting effed up. Put in a um, box. But, <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, but he, he's traveling uh, to Haiti uh, because he hears about there's this this way, this voodoo ritual that basically brings people back from the dead, turning them into basically zombies. And, uh, you know, I don't want to give a lot away. I know there's some people that haven't seen it, but this movie had imagery in it that was just it was just so creepy. Creepy is the best word I could use. Yeah. When I was a kid, this movie, it actually scared me. It really did. And I was already, when I saw this film, I was already, you know, in my horror movie journey, you know, as far as a fan. So the fact that it, it, it scared me definitely was, wow, I'm going to remember this. The, the, the trailer itself was creepy. I mean, in, in that whole yeah, scene man. where Bill Pullman is basically saying, you know, don't bury me. I'm not, I'm not dead. dead. Yes. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> You guys, should, yeah. if you've been around, you, if you know me, I'm claustrophobic. And let's just say, <laughs> wow, 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 wow. If you have not seen The Serpent and the Rainbow, you got to check it out, guys. You got to yeah. check it out. If you haven't seen it in a while, you should revisit it. It's definitely a good one by yeah. Wes. It really is. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what we got here. Um Sasha Fred says the movie The Serpent and the Rainbow is sort of a remake of the 40s horror classic I Walked with a Zombie. Now, I haven't seen that one. Hmm, hmm. Me neither. I might have to check that out. I might have to check that out. Uh, Full Moon says Shocker isn't one that I really enjoyed, but Megadeth covering No More Mr. Nice Guy is still a favorite. Yeah, anytime <laughs> you can have Megadeth, that's always a good thing. It's always a good right. thing. Um, let's see. Uh, Sasha Fred says the last house on the left is a version of a sixties movie called the Virgin spring. Absolutely. And Wes Mm -hmm. used that as inspiration and you know, he had a lot and we talked about this in our review for it, uh, which yeah, that was then, but um, you know, he, he tried to inject some modern themes into it and he was very much against the war and things like that. And he wanted to use the violence as a way to kind of wake people up, you know, to just how silly violence is and how wrong it is and so forth he was at, it, it was in, interesting because west was so cerebral he really was he really really was yeah. uh trenchy says oh serpent is another one i hear a lot about but haven't gotten to get but i intend to Ooh. there you go damn trenchy uh i'm yeah. almost jealous of all these good movies that you're gonna see for the first time damn right absolutely yeah 
Ben says, Wes Craven, Hidden Gem, Nightmare on Elm Street. No one ever mentions that one. <laughs> and that's why it's not one of our picks. I mean, we will right? talk about it, of course, because you have to, but it's not one of our picks. Yeah. Oh, it's too funny. That and Scream. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to pick Scream. Right. Exactly. Yep. You know, those are the ones he's most known for. Uh, Dreambug right. says, what I like about Wes Craven, as you watch him in interviews, you can tell that he was a very intelligent man. He was. I yeah. mean, he had he had a Ph.D. in philosophy. Actually, that's one of our fun facts. Um, he was a professor, an English professor. So he was definitely cerebral. There's no doubt about yeah, that. No doubt at all. Um, let's see. OK, so, yeah. So the fun fact that we've got that we're going to throw up. Um, he had a dysfunctional relationship with his parents, and that actually is what helped to shape the angry and bleak themes of his early mm -hmm. films. And you can really see that, you know, when you watch, you know, movies like Last House on the Left and you, you watch things like The Hill, Hills Have Eyes and stuff like that. You, you can you can tell it, it, it makes sense. Those things really did affect him in the way he perceived society. You know, and I think with with a lot of his movies, with Last House on the Left, with The Hills Have Eyes, People Under the Stairs, you know, he's he's making a commentary on society. You know, he's making a commentary on violence and so forth. He's doing it through the through the vessel of a, of a horror movie. You know, that's what just makes his movies very, very cool. You know, I'm not trying to sit there and say that he's, you know, these are the greatest things ever to be on 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 film but i'm just saying is that he as a as a director brought a little something extra that you didn't always see in the genre and and i think that's mm -hmm. why a lot of his movies have stood the test of time you know so yeah. okay coriander what's your third pick uh that you have for Wes craven deadly friend all right and all again right. You've got my boy Matthew from Little House on the Prairie and Christy mm -hmm. Swanson, mm -hmm. you know, she has yes. an abusive father who, you know, does some shit. She has an accident and, you know, she dies and, you know, Matthew there has this robot, BB, that gets destroyed and he wants to like, yeah, he implants mm -hmm. this, you know, chip in his dead friend and yeah, shit goes down. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah it's a good, a good one, one. I, I this was a movie yeah i saw this movie i believe it was on hbo one night and i saw it, it again i know i keep saying it maybe i'll maybe we'll do an episode totally on just memories of you know cable and blockbuster and stuff like that but right seriously there were so many cool movies that it wasn't like a game plan to, to find, you know, you just yeah. stumbled upon them. And of course, yeah. years later, you know, or even after the fact, it's like, oh, wait a minute, this is directed by Wes Craven, you know, but I saw this on HBO one night, I was just flipping through the channels and this came on and I watched it and I enjoyed the hell out of it. You know, it's yeah. just one of those, uh, one of those, it's hard to describe it. It's just got a, a certain, for me anyways, just a certain, uh, funness to it you know when i watched it, it yeah. it's it's creepy it's creepy themes for sure um yeah. but yeah I, I totally totally enjoyed that one you know it was yeah, very very cool too. right absolutely all right uh in the chat let's see what we got going on here 
Um, let's see. Fred says there was a TV movie that Craven had produced called Don't Look Down. Aha. Mm. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's see. Slasher Fred says if you watch the 2010 film My Soul to Take, even though it is a slasher film, but it's really about dealing with grief. In the movie, the character Fang is dealing with the grief of her mother's death. Yeah, mm. that, that one it wasn't one of my favorites, but yeah, you're right about that. Yep. Junebug says the only unfortunate thing is he had to team up with Sean Sleazeball Cunningham to do Last House on the Left, but who at the at the bigger career in horror? Oh yeah, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man. Let's see. Um, <laughs> Toronto Freddy said, "Did you know that Wes Craven also directed Wes Craven's New Nightmare?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's funny too because we just we just talked about that a couple weeks ago too, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Trenchy says, "Well, all Wes wanted to do was tell love stories. Then he ended up becoming one of the masters of horror." Yeah, it's just interesting how things happened. You know, it yeah, really, really funny. is. Yep. Uh, Corey says, "Yeah, early Craven films capture an element of uh, nihilism and suffering that you can't teach in film school. Sort of like Von Trier, but." Less unsimulated scenes, <laughs> right? True enough, man. Absolutely. Deadly Friend is awesome and wish it would get a Scream Factory Blu-ray. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, man. Yep. Uh, Sasha Fred says, some of Wes Craven's movies had many plot twists or surprise endings, like in My Soul to Take, where you find out where the two enemies, Bug and Fang, are, si are siblings. Yeah, he did. I mean, he had some really good twist you know he told he could tell a story very well you know m the movies didn't always come together to come together perfectly but he was good with stories he really really was yeah okay all righty so um i, I will throw in uh, another one too and this movie um <clears throat> it's a movie that when it came out i didn't even know it was a west craven film it, it kind of threw me off this is an example of a film that you know, again, he could kind of go into little other angles, you know, where things are maybe more thriller than straight horror. But it's a movie that I really enjoyed. It was called Red Eye. And this is, and I like these types of movies anyways. It's it's absolutely cool. It's a thriller. And it star, stars uh, Rachel McAdams and Killian Murphy. And Killian Murphy, um, one, one of my favorite actors. But it's this movie where you have these two people um, Rachel McAdams, she plays a hotel ma manager who is basically, I don't want to say kidnapped, but she's put in a position where she has to participate in an assassination plot by a terrorist, a terrorist played by Killian Murphy, who was awesome in this movie. He was he he was definitely badass, which was kind of different for him, especially at that time in his career. So it was a really cool thriller, uh, kind of a guessing game. You didn't know what was going to happen. And the fact that uh, a portion of it or a fairly big portion of it took place on a plane, that's also what made it really, really interesting for me. But yeah, Wes Craven directed it. It did fairly well in the theater, had a good Rotten Tomato score. So it just shows that Wes Craven was able to do more than just slasher films or even just horror films. You know, he was very, very nice. talented. 
Yeah. Um, one of our other fun facts, and we heard that earlier in the chat, is that he started out as just a messenger, and then he worked his way up to become an assistant editor to Sean Cunningham. And that's exactly how he got the opportunity to do his first film, The Last House on the Left, because Sean Cunningham was a producer and, and fronted the money uh, to give to give Wes Craven a start. And of course, as we know, Sean Cunningham went on to direct Friday the 13th. And again, we've talked about it before. You've got these little bridges between uh, the Trinity, or at least in this case, two of the three, the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street series and Friday the 13th. So it's really interesting stuff. Um, and like we talked about earlier, Wes Craven was a professor of English and he had a master's uh, degree in philosophy. And you could totally see, um, you could just totally see that uh, in his films. He was very well-spoken. He was very intelligent. Um, he was just, he was just a cool dude. Anytime I saw him in an interview, it was very interesting. He looks really nice too. He's got a very friendly look. Yeah, you know, for a guy that is, you know, could terrify the shit out of people, he he really did. He had a he had a he had an he had a very uh, cool demeanor. He really did. Yeah. He he yeah. definitely is one of my favorite uh, directors. There's no doubt about that. Uh, real quick in the chat, just to catch up to you guys, Corey says that uh, Red Eye is underrated. I agree. I really really agree. Um, not many people talk about it, and uh, I I thought it was amazing. I really really did. Um, and Junebug agrees, you know, if you have not, have you seen Red Eye, Coriander? I haven't. Nope. Okay. Well, if you want to take my advice and many people in the chat, you have got to see Red Eye. <laughs> Killy, I love Killian Murphy. I mean, he's just awesome. Rachel McAdams is so talented too. They were great in this movie. A lot of tension, you know, um, Trenchy says, oh, Red Eye is underrated. I had only seen Rachel and Mean Girls. So when she starts taking on this dude and kicking some ass, it was a welcome surprise. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, ben says, I've never seen Red Eye. I got to keep, uh, keep meaning to give that one a watch. Absolutely, Ben. Check it out. I don't think you'll be disappointed. I really don't. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Toronto Freddy says, uh, Nightwatch Zone, I asked if the movie you were talking about with Meryl Streep was The Fountain Society, but I just remember it's Music of the Heart. Yes, it's Music of the Heart. Absolutely. Sorry, I didn't. I was catching up in the chat, but yeah, um, you know, Meryl Streep, who to me is one of the greatest actors or actresses ever uh, and can do no wrong. Uh, it was really cool that Wes Craven directed that and she was Oscar nominated. So again, Wes, Wes was all right, man. Yeah, He was all right. You know, yeah, he was. Uh, Gor Gorophobe says they shot uh, Last House on the Left. Uh, in the woods behind Sean Cunningham's mom's house. Oh, right? wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. It's just funny how, yeah, it's just funny how so many uh, bridges, you know. Mm. Uh, Toronto Freddy says, I think the reason Wes turned out so humble is due to his extremely sheltered life. Yeah, you know, his, his mom was um, hyper-religious. He did not have a good relationship with his father because his father uh, was very distant and had a very violent temper. Um, I believe Wes said that he had never even talked to a girl until he was um, almost out of high school, I believe it was. Um, wow. He got married at a young age, which he had said in interviews was a bad decision. Um, so you're right, uh, Freddie. He had a very sheltered life. 
And as he said himself, you know, a lot of his early films were so bleak because of the upbringing that he had, because of that sheltered existence that he had. So, you know, it's kind of a, a situation where, you know, a negative environment can produce, you know, I guess you could say genius of some sort, or at least he had a certain perspective that many people in his position as a director may not have had. So I think that worked to his advantage. Um, but he came out of it pretty good, you know, as far as in his, in his adult life, seemed to be very happy with how his life turned out. So, and like I said, uh, just sad that he's gone now. Like I said, he passed away. I think it was mm. August. Yeah, August of um, 2015. So, yeah, yeah, great director. And, and, yeah. and presumably a great person from what many people who knew him said when he passed away, there were a lot of tributes made to him by obviously you know, uh, the, you know, the actors and actresses he worked with, people like, you know, the Scream uh, cast and the Nightmare cast, Johnny Depp, uh, so many people that um, really reached out and um, were very sad. Um, let's see what else we got here. Do, 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 do. Uh, Trenchy says, Corey, stop trying to make Fetch happen. It's so not happening. <laughs> Uh, let's see uh, Slasher Fred says I read that Wes Craven got his idea for the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, through articles he read about people dying in their dreams that's absolutely correct yeah. um, and again like I was saying earlier he took a lot of real life situations and and translated them into his films which I thought was uh, really really cool mm -hmm. uh, Junebug says I remember hearing after George Romero wrote his script for War of the Worlds after it was in turn, around Wes Craven got a, a hold of the script uh, around 1985. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. Hmm. Uh, Strange Monkey says, never forget Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Wes Craven did that one, too. <laughs> Not a favorite, but hey, you know, you can't hit a home run every time. Right. We got David's Horror in the chat. What's going on, David? <laughs> says, uh, I saw an interview with Robert England in which he said it was years before he got to see Wes let his guard down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and I've seen interviews where, where that was talked about as well. And, and Robert, of course, Robert is, is, is awesome as well. And he has a very yeah. interesting way of looking at things. So um, <laughs> the fact that those two were able to work together is actually a pretty cool thing, you know, when you look back on it, you know. Um, yeah. let's see. Da, 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 da. And I think that's about it for you guys in the chat. Uh, Trenchy says, I liked Cursed for what it is. Christina Ricci is dope and a, and a werewolf gives the finger. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that, uh, the other night. Um, Cursed wasn't a great film, but I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it I didn't it hate either. it. Yeah. You know, I think this, I've only the seen CGI, it once. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got it on physical media. Um, I didn't like the CGI, but um, mm -hmm. the story wasn't bad at all, nope. you know, and it had some, some, some good actors in it. Uh, but it wasn't a great film, but I definitely didn't hate it. When we talked about our Horribles tag, uh, which, by the way, if you're in the chat and you have not done our Horribles tag, please consider doing so. Uh, ben, 
and Junebug and Trenchy and Corey. Um, we, we did that uh, last night, was it? Yeah, last night. Yeah. Uh, in our Horribles tag, one of the questions is, uh, we talked about werewolf movies, and uh, a couple people that have done the tag mentioned Cursed as mm-hmm. not in a positive light. But uh, again, for me, I didn't hate it. I really didn't hate it. Right. So uh, let's see. Junebug says, hey, Eddie Murphy is one cool vampire. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. He is. Uh, ben says, I enjoyed Cursed. The CG werewolf wasn't great, but there was also a cool practical werewolf. Good point, Ben. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. You know, I got it and I've seen it a few times. I, you know, I like it. Um, oh, we got morbid heart designs in the chat. What's going on, Angela? Hey. Uh, saying, I saw Freddy on the thumbnail. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> That's funny. Um, let's see. Um, uh, Sasha Fred says, Cursed also, also a, an appearance with Shannon Elizabeth, who appeared in Scary Movie, which was a parody of Scream. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. a lot of connections. Yes. Yeah. Um, Angela says, do the tag. It was so fun. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And, and Angela, you had great answers to it. So we appreciate you doing yeah. the tag. It was very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, Trenchy says, I plan on doing the tag at some point. All right, my man. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and David Tara says it was a fun tag to do. Yes. Nice. And David, you had some good answers too, man. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We really do. Uh, let's see. Angela says, and all the horror fans, cause there are so many awesome peeps here. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Uh, uh, Corey says, I shall do the tag next week in the, have you seen the shit tag? <laughs> nice. Nice, man. Nice. Uh, all right, guys. So I think that is about it. One other thing I did want to mention about Wes Craven. I think we had one more fun fact. Uh, and obviously, you guys know a lot of these things anyways. Uh, but Wes nearly turned down the option to direct Scream because of the opening scene with Drew Barrymore. And this wow. was an interesting one. Yeah, this was an interesting one because... Wes had said that the first scene with Drew reminded him so much, and he said it was, it reminded him very vividly of the climax sequence uh, to The Last House on the Left. So he was very, he was very much kind of hesitant to direct Scream. Um, I'm not sure exactly what changed his mind, uh, but he did come around and decided to do Scream, which obviously for him as a director and for us, all as horror fans was a great decision because, you know, all to me anyways, all of the scream films were very good. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of three, um, but especially the original, it was a game changer, you know, and even, even part four was very, very good, you know, and there was a long break between three and four. And obviously, as we all know, uh, scream five is going to be coming out in a, in a few months. So, um, you know, we'll see how that goes, obviously, with, without Wes directing it. But, um, hey, I'm glad he decided to, to direct Scream. It was well yeah. it was well received and it was very much needed for the horror genre at the time because, you know, the slasher genre started to kind of fade. You know, Michael Myers and Jason movies were kind of, you know, 
kind of hitting the wall a little bit and scream was a, a much needed injection for the horror genre. It really, really was. Um, yep. As we start to finish up here, um, let's see what you guys got going on. Um, Junebug says, all right, I'll do the tag after I do uh, my fave uh, 13th part one review on my new 4k camera. I bought for the channel and then I'll do it. Okay. Ooh, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, Slasher Fred says, I read that Wes Craven was originally going to do, was going to direct Beetlejuice. You know, I can't remember if, if I ever heard that. It could That's be. Interesting. It could be. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Full Moon says, I haven't gotten to your tag yet, but it's on the list. Thank you so nice. much, man. We really, really we appreciate that. It definitely will help out the channel as we, as we try to rise from the ashes. <sighs> see how that goes. <laughs> um, let's see. Toronto Freddy says, Wes Craven will always uh, be the master of masterpieces in fantasy terror. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Uh, Corey says, laugh out loud. I'm not actually tagged in the thingy. Yeah, I think, I don't think that I do have your, your, your channel in. Well, at the time when we did this, I wasn't sure that you were doing tags, if you know what I mean. So, but you're always welcome to join in and tag. And actually I said, for anyone that watched the video, consider yourself tagged because there's so many channels, but I'll be honest, man, when you did the, um, the tag for, um, for Eric, I was so surprised because I'm like, oh, Corey's doing tags. I didn't know. So you're <laughs> tagged, dude. But I will put nice. your, your link in the video. Um, let's see. Angela says, you won't regret that 4K camera. Laugh out loud. Right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, let's see. Corey says, I watched Scream 3 the other night. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> right? Nice. Uh, Full Moon says it kind of got pushed back uh, with hitting 200 subs myself and doing the giveaway. I, dude, I definitely understand. I know how it is getting behind schedule. I'm so behind schedule too. And by the way, congratulations on your subs as yeah. well. Much deserved. Much deserved. And should have a lot more. Uh, Trenchy says, great show, guys. A lot of good facts and film selections. You did West Proud. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> we appreciate that. Angela says, uh, you will rise and it will be even better than before. So glad to see you back online and at it. Thank you so much, Angela. We really, we really appreciate it. The, I think the toughest thing right now is that there's so many people that were uh, part of the community with us as far as supporters that don't know that we're on this new channel now. And I think that's the toughest thing, just trying to that transition so that people know it's like, oh, dude, I used to follow you. Uh, what happened? And it's like, yeah, you got to come to the new channel. So getting the word out is the biggest thing, but definitely feel free to help us out with that. Any of you guys, that'd be much appreciated because there's so many people and I've heard many people in the last couple of days say, oh, I didn't know you had a new channel. I was like, yeah, how would they, you know, because obviously we're, we're not connected. So that's the toughest part, man. But we're going to keep moving. We're going to keep moving. Um, let's see. Uh, Corey says, uh, that is some good news, right? Yeah. Gorefolk says, I still got to figure the tag out. Don't worry, dude. I'll help you out. I'll help you out, man. Junebug says, and if anybody wants to do my Blockbuster, other video store mem memories tag, feel free. Yeah, I guess we were tagged uh, by Trenchy, so we'll, we'll definitely jump on that and uh, get that done. Corey says, uh, 
Nightwatch Zone. Oh, was that a re-upload? That's right. Now, now that I do the little show bi-weekly, I'm trying to assimilate. Ah, see? Yeah. Yeah, We what we did, I guess I should explain that too, because I don't think I explained it well last night. We re-uploaded the Horribles tag that we did. We redid it, basically, um, because uh, obviously we don't have access to the old one. But it was a tag that we had started uh, how long ago, Coriander? Mm-hmm. Maybe three weeks ago? Yeah, I was thinking Something like a month, like but yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe three weeks or a month ago. And we had a couple people, as you've seen in the chat, talk about how they did it. But there were a lot of people that didn't. Part of that was on me because obviously you got to let people know. Um, I tried to do that, but I could have done a better job at that. But now, just to put it out there, Horrible's tag, please, any and everyone, please join in to do it. It would really help the channel. Uh, we could really use it. Um, as you guys know, after what happened, we're, we're definitely going to be leaning on our supporters and the community to help us um, more than ever before. And we appreciate it. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Junebug says, see you guys later. Hopefully Wes is proud of us in heaven. I'll raise those Ronnie James deal devil horns high for Wes Craven <laughs> so he can see you. Nice, nice. man. Nice. <laughs> nice. Eric says, uh, just dropping in. I'll catch the replay. Wes is sorely missed. If you ever want to talk to people under the stairs or even sigh, shocker, I'm down. Absolutely, man. Uh, we've been talking about doing people under the stairs, so we'll definitely collab. That'd be great, man. Uh, Trenchy says, you'll get them back, man. Nothing is over. That's right, man. That's right. And uh, Angela says, super recently. And Agoraphobe says, thanks. I'm trying, man. That's all you can do, man. That's all that we're doing is just trying. So anyways, guys, that's pretty much it about Wes. We enjoyed his movies, so many great films. And obviously, as you all guys know, one of of my favorites of all time uh, was A Nightmare on Elm Street. He was just such a great director. And that film, um, one of my earlier horror movies that I ever saw. And um, yeah, I mean, Freddy Krueger. What what else do you need to say? So Wes Craven sorely missed um yeah. you know he, he was just he was awesome he really really was yeah, and was. it's just it's sad to think that it's been six years um time just flies but he he was known as the master of horror and um a very apt title so you know yeah, um, yeah. so that's about it for mr wesley earl craven a great director um Toronto Freddy says, you guys are a great channel. Unpleasant nightmares. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> Thank <Thanks. you. laughs> Ben says, peace, y'all. Peace, man. Corey says, ah, okay, that's cool. I'll definitely do it. I can talk bad horror forever. Good show, creeps. <laughs> right? Nice. All right, man. Okay, guys. So we will catch you guys later. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll catch you guys uh, tomorrow night. We are going to talk about uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. So that's going to be fun. We we were so hyped for that. And obviously we had, uh, you know, some issues last week, but we're picking up where we left off and it will be a conversation. I'm sure Eric is going to have fun in the chat. We're going to have fun and see what happens. Angela is saying, have a great night, everyone. Thank you so much, Angela. Uh, and you guys too. have a good night as well. Thank you. Yeah. So, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. We are the Night Watch. Peace out, guys. Up, mm-hmm.